and the mouse keep running, running, and running, 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 Everybody and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode one four zero one forty. We are doing right now. Me and Brandon are here together. The guy is drunk. He might be. He mentioned Corona earlier. Yeah. I don't think you meant the disease. You yeah. meant the beer. That's yeah. what you meant. I know you did. I'm not a Corona yeah. fan personally. No, I'm not either. I mean the virus. When, uh, who is? When I was who in is Cor- a fan of when it? I w- uh, when I was in Corona. When you were in Corona. When I was in Mexico <laughs> for uh, spring break once, I, I went the Dos Equis route. So that, that was oh, my. Did you? Yeah, that was my my. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I don't going like, Mexican I don't beer. Like I'm either. going that way. That's that's the route you're going. Yeah. Well, there you go. You always have a, a drinking story, don't you? <laughs> yeah. You drunk. So, yeah. But Whole here we are. One. Yeah, I don't feel good. I ended up coming home from work. I felt okay. I ate a burger. That was just a burger. I can't eat the bun or anything. I'm back on the Delicious. whole 30 diet. And uh, I cooked it for a while. It seemed done. And then I bit into it, and it was pretty much raw on the inside. And I don't know if it's in my head that now I think I'm sick. But, boy, I'm now got the shivers, yeah. and I'm just not feeling that yeah, good And, and that's all. when I mentioned Corona. I, I was just yeah. talking coronavirus. And I said, I'm not talking drinking. Some of that I'm ready to, bat meat, snake meat. Yeah, I'm having problems here. So <laughs> we are here for 140. Just to let you know where we are around the Internet, so you can find us on Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. We have a website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, and we have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash weirdscience. And if you're wondering why all of a sudden we jump from episode 134 to 139, uh, it's because all of those other episodes were on the Patreon account. Uh, we took that week to have a Patreon-only bunch of shows. That uh, is yes. the fifth week of a month. Yeah, and it's it's one <laughs> of those. It's an annuals week at uh, DC. You don't really do that at Marvel. Marvel doesn't really have a lot of annuals during those fifth weeks of the month. Uh, but every time we have a fifth week of a month, that means a fifth Wednesday, we end up having that show on the Patreon-only. I think the next one might be in April the end of april if i'm not mistaken there's only a couple each year but we'll be uh having that again but we're here to talk three books and the three oh and i did want to mention well you did have a spotlight also on the patreon account the last patreon spotlight was x-men fantastic four number one and the end captain america number one or captain america the end number one or captain the end america i've seen it written so many times I, I wish that I didn't see it at all, <laughs> is what I'm saying, right? We we had some problems we've, with it. I think uh, we've reached the end of the road as far as covering those, right? Yeah, I'm glad. They did have a Hulk the end that I thought was going to continue, but I was told and then verified that it's something from like 2002. It's a reprint, and it's odd to do that, just trying to get manship. 
That's all they're oh, trying yeah, to that's do. A, that's 100% trying to man ship manship. Move. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that is a manship yeah, move. Mar- yeah. DC called Marvel and then they shared this wisdom with each other because oh, yeah. I feel like, like Marvel's we need to been get that manship that guy more, more recently. Yeah. yeah, recently. DC used to all the time, but it was always special. So you'd end up having Dark Side War special, just reprints. I hate when they reprint stuff like that and try to push it off as something new, uh, or at least don't spell out that it isn't yeah. new. That seemed to be the case there. But we're going to talk about three books tonight and they are i'll just let you know miles morales spider-man we have spider-verse number five and immortal hulk great power number one and it is miles number 15 and it's a special issue because at the back end of it there's a letter by me in the back i made the letters page uh i ended up worrying because i started off and you can see when you read it i just start hey I didn't know what to put. Everybody gets fancy with their starts. Like, you know, miraculous Marvel, you something. I don't yeah. know. I just said, hey, and I made it. So there. Keep it simple, stupid is what they say, especially with the letters page. Plus, you know, what? You, here's a tip for everyone. You just kiss butt. Is what you do. Or, Find or, a book that you really uh, I like. I just thought of one for you. Hey, Webiter. Uh, like yeah, editor. there you go. <laughs> I did say, though. In it, though, I thought I had a good joke that I said, I think that Miles and the journal is going to bite him harder than a radioactive spider. What do you think there of that? That was a pretty good <laughs> That might have got I, you in. They I think the that might have got me. Yeah. Plus, I just, here's the deal. You don't have to fake the funk, but find a book that you like and just praise them yep. for it. And this is a book that I like. Now, I'm in the letters page here. And unfortunately, this might be what I consider a down issue. <laughs> It's the it's one that great. I'm in. It, no, it's it's not bad in my mind, but it is just an extended fight and kind of a joke. Not joke, but with the journal, kind of that whole thing going. So you want to know, Miles oh no, what's going to happen? In all the books that we cover for Miles this week, puts his venom blast on overdrive. Like, he, yeah, he does. It's pretty much the only power he uses throughout. Any of yeah. the issues he's in. Yeah, because the first two books are both Miles' books that we're going to see. And yeah, the Venom the Venom Blast, full bore. And again, I'm going to give you the credits now, but then we'll jump into it. This is written by Saladin Ahmed. It is art by Javier Garon, colors by David Coriel, and letters by VCs Corey Pettit. Miles lost his journal and his mind. I, this journal yeah. right away. Oh, yeah. I mean, if any Issue other one, hero. We, we, we called that out. Yeah. If any, now, there is the twist here, but we'll, we'll see. Because Dutcher is the one who found it. But we already knew, if you're not aware, if you hadn't been reading, Dutcher is a self-proclaimed Spider-Man fanboy. Uh, so, yeah. You, did you just fart? Was no, that that's I my heard computer chair. I don't know. I think maybe it was <laughs> you. I'm like, what's going promise. on? I'm the one who's supposed to be having problems. <laughs> Trying to Miles move this back the, thing the into The funny position. thing is I'll end up taking the uh, getting that sound out. And people will be like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> Miles lost his journal. You know the notebook where he writes about his family and friends and teachers and being Spider-Man? After looking all over Brooklyn Visions Academy, he tried to, uh, the cemetery where he finally caught some of the goons working for Ultimatum. The apparently superpowered villain is dis- distributing a strange drug all over the borough. 
having problems. All, <laughs> no journal, but Ultimatum's main muscle was there. Miles finally subdued the mysterious monstrous Green Goblin, again seeing, seeming to see flashes of some of their place and time, and had to rush back to school. He had a meeting about his academic probation with the vice principal, who's had it out for Miles all year, Mr. Dutcher. And yeah, you're getting stuff from the Ultimate Universe coming yeah. over. And a lot of people were excited, thinking maybe this would lead Give to Give some answers, a, finally. Uh, well, actually lead to just having the ultimate universe recreated and i i wondered why they would think that if it's bleeding over here you know what i mean it has been kind of hinted at that it's popped back into existence at various points in other books and things but yeah i I was kind of curious how this ultimate universe green goblin is here but i don't know every time he pops up we might get a flashback like we did in a previous issue but there's no real answers ever given no no, and I can't say that this seems like it's going to lead no, to Miles so getting taken back to the Ultimate Universe and things like that. But I did not read a lot of the Ultimate Universe. I basically just started with Fresh Start here. Fresh Start. So, you know, it's tough for me. But a lot of people that I talk to are claiming that this Green Goblin feels way off. Yeah. That it does oh, yeah. not it's, feel it's like him. nowhere near the sinister Norman Osborn that we used to get. Now, I, and, and the one a line that a lot of people had pointed out to me that they did not like was the Green Goblin, I hated physical education class. I hated PE. And like I said, I didn't have a background. So with me going into this loving Miles and loving this book, when you end up having this stuff pop up, I kind of, you know, if you're not going to give us more, I don't know why you're wasting time. Uh, with it and this issue is a lot of uh, it's just a big fight yeah. going on it's and nothing like really he, gets he's resolved just a substitute for the hulk at this point in time yeah so what ends up happening is we saw they ended up attacking the school last issue at the very end so you have all the kids there at, at the brooklyn visions academy uh while you end up having dutcher realize that he's standing there with spider-man that miles is spider-man and knows that he's got to go out because uh, green gum he's yelling for goblin Spider-Man. and all his goblin goons are in and town. The, yeah the, the goblin goons there and that ends up even showing that they're just normal people at one point when you have miles kind of attack them slightly so that they can show that but what you get here is i don't know you get an issue that shows you that everybody can be a hero and and you end up seeing that a lot of people around miles are Heroes, the yeah. principal, e- even Dutcher. Yeah, he We've t- hated him pretty much the whole time. Having a heroic moment here. Yeah, and even that, uh, it almost seems as if he does not want Miles to get hurt. That he cares about. I thought we were going to get kind of one of those scenes from uh, Spider Man 2 where he's on the train and everyone steps in front of, you know, Doc Ock or I, everyone is going to take their turn. I'm Spider Man. I'm that, that, That's what we call a Spartacus moment, <laughs> Brandon. That stole from uh, Spartacus. I never saw Calvin. Spartacus. Yeah, is that, is that the TV show are you talking is, about? No, uh, no, I'm talking, I'm talking the movie. And, <laughs> and with that, you end up, that's kind of what it is, where you do have a bunch of guys step up, even Genki. They need to stall because Miles has to go away, get yeah. away so that he can kind of go suit invisible up. and suit yeah. up and come back. So, yeah, a lot of people step up. And like I said, Dutcher is a guy who we've been annoyed with this whole time just because he's always on Miles' butt. Yeah. And so he steps up and, and even he's kind looks of a one-trick pony up until this point, too, as yeah, well. Yeah, and he, he even he when he's 
does it. He had the same thing to say. Yeah. And when he looks and does it, this isn't just like, hey, I better jump in. He looks at Miles. And I I think that maybe he's also trying to give Miles a little bit of time to, you know, suit up and things like that. But it's Mark Genke who lets him do it. But then it is just Miles versus the Screen Goblin. And like I said, a lot of people... Yeah, it blows and and trash talks Tur- somewhat. Turns into uh, w- what's it called? Batman's grave for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, really. Or uh, th- you know, a, a mo- the movie with Rowdy Roddy Piper and uh, Keith, David, Keith David or whatever the heck that is. Uh, but yeah, you end up with. We well, gotta bunch get you to watch some fights. more current movies. I, yeah, I, I'm really. not no. getting any of your movies. You, you gotta you gotta <laughs> end up watching uh, you know a lot of other movies that you <laughs> never see is what you have to do. But yeah, they, they fight. It ends up with you know Miles chasing. Now the school is just destroyed. Yeah, the, the school is flames. pretty much destroyed. And I just you need we need to just get to ultimatum. We need to get I this storyline over. I feel with. like that villain was a big deal for one issue and then he's vanished and we have no idea what's happened to Aaron Miles' uncle. Yeah, and that's no the problem is Aaron's happened. working with him. Yeah, now. no so idea what's that's... happened to Ultimatum himself. We've just been dealing with this chase with Green Goblin for two or three issues now. Yeah, and now he, he pretty much punches out green goblin goes away and then goblin just ends with I- i'm gonna kill you before this is all over and you're like all right well whatever and everybody goes and that's when you end up having dutcher kind of say to miles hey listen you know back to what we were talking about your journal uh yeah you know it's it's crazy but i think that i'm gonna take you off of academic probation because boy this is a great work of fiction yeah, good work I mean, of fiction man, here, buddy. you know really you being spider-man haha buddy he knows yeah. it's not even one of those where i thought really i thought by the end he was gonna say here's your journal and oh man about that journal oh listen i didn't read it or something yeah. like that even though it seemed like he already did but he did so now he's down. He knows why Miles has been late to things. He knows why he's tired now. So he does end up. Can give him a break. You know, now. We don't have, and yeah, he's going to give him a break. To, yeah. yeah. Deal with says, that same scene every time he pops up. Yeah. So that's over with. He just walks away. He's like, good afternoon, Mr. Miles. Good afternoon, sir. And then, yeah, you end up with Miles just saying the world doesn't make much sense. Uh, someday, you know, it works out just the same. And then you end. And yeah. it is very quick. Fine. Finally, it's, it's weird. Like Miles finally wouldn't get his chops busted at school anymore. But is there a school even to go back to for him? Yeah, not I don't to know. It seems in, in a shambles. So we're gonna have to see what's going on. And maybe this is where you're gonna have something coming up because you do have Outlaw coming up now. Outlaw, the the big uh, e viewing deal that I'm not looking forward to. I really. Uh, I'm a little upset that they're going to end up handicapping all of the young heroes know, because that's like one it. of the reasons it, it, why I like Marvel. It, is it the young seems heroes. too much like Civil War to me. Too. Now, like, well, they just didn't want to call it Civil War Three. I, I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> you're going to have that, and you know, it's just they're not allowed to ben be superheroes at all. For yeah, everybody. Really. Yeah. So it's not even that they have to just, uh, you know, uh, put in their name and stuff. They're just not allowed to be superheroes at all. So I don't know what that these books are going to do. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. you got to get so them when they're young. what is Miles going to do? This is the thing, though. What are you going to do with these books? Yeah. I, I don't want it to just be about them uh, being pissed off. Every book's going to feel the same, though, too, then. You turn Miss mm-hmm. Marvel and you turn Miles and you turn Riri and all those other books into almost – 
telling the same story and what fun is that you know yeah i i don't really know what's going on like i said the young heroes and what they're doing is why i like marvel and that kind of you know puts a rending you know puts an end to that for a little bit at least we'll see i think they they hold kind of the best balance too now of the current crop of superhero books where you get a little bit of fun you get a little bit of action yeah. and, and a little bit of ongoing story well it helps because they have so many more books yeah. dc just does not want to put out any new books and everything feels stale and like you said it's so much more fun yeah doing the marvel well, they, stuff they take the more chances with those two like miss marvel's new suit and, and her dad and her family life and all that it's just less stale like you can't change much about a 30 some year old peter parker you know even though they try to say he's 20 whatever all the time yeah yeah so you end with that so he's gonna go off the schools and ruins and outlaws coming up so we'll see how that goes but with this issue i do like the art uh but it's a very quick read and i i'm gonna give it a seven out of ten i still like it i like miles i I like all the characters in it but i can't go any higher looks good like he's he's over his sister's crib and the goblin shadows there but i I need something more from this you know this is a classic miles villain he's fighting all the way back from some of his original issues i i want more than just a slugfest every time he appears what's the story behind his reappearance you know that's the interesting part of it to me not just him showing up to punch things, but uh, I'm with you. I'd give it a seven. It's I still enjoy the art. Like it gives it that teenage feel. I think like yeah, the book uh, the book kind of is going for. And I, I did like the the twist with the uh, the vice principal that was on his case that ended up resolving nicely. So now we can move yeah, we past that all that and you know see see what's next really. But uh, you know I, I, I'm it, he hasn't done a good job up in the last couple issues of seeding what that next point is be. So I'm, I'm kind of in the dark of, of really yeah, what I that is. I think that maybe the problem is it's because of that outlaw coming up. Yeah. That maybe you can't see anything. Yeah. Yeah, he maybe he's right in a there. holding yeah. pattern because of that. Uh, because, yeah, you're going to think, like you said, th- that's a huge look at the Goblin Shadow where he's with his sister and stuff like that. That That's huge. So we'll see how that goes. But we're going to move on to the next book, which is Spider-Verse number five, written by Christos Gage, art by Juan Ferreira, our man Juan Ferreira. Yes, sir. Uh, here's my – Steve Poole, David – Kopstoff, Mueller, and O Sheeps <laughs> on super personas or spider sonas. I don't know. English it's it's now? these what things at the back on? end. They have these little cards at the back end. You know, you have spider oh, wool. That's, that's people that just write in ideas, I think, for yeah. other Well, there it is. Art characters. and text by O Sheeps yeah. has spider wool. Uh, you also have this guy, uh, Mueller from Germany, yeah. and Steve Poole from Ireland. That's all Ireland. that is. That's all yeah. that is, I'm pretty sure. Nonsense. Spider Ramen. That one isn't Spider Spy. You're probably shaming listeners right now. Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'm only shaming them because I want to be like in the back of this were, now. Yeah, these people were waiting for months to get their picture in, in, in the spider I, I have a new, It's Spider Dude right that now. I have. He's this guy. He follows the Grateful Dead. So you wear a denim vest? Yeah, yeah, he does. And goes to a couple of Bills games drunk as as what ends up happening. I don't think you're uh, allowed yes. at those games if you're not drunk. That is true. They do check you. That's the only place yeah. they check your sobriety and you need to be over a certain right. deal. 
High school student Miles Morales was bitten by a genetically altered spider and gained incredible arachnid-like abilities. He hid these abilities at first until a hero inspired him to use them to try to make the world more just. There's a universe for every world you can imagine. They're all suspended on the web of life with destiny. After the web was destroyed in the recent battle with the vampiric and vampiric inheritors, it was reborn with new guardians, Spider-Zero, Anime Parker, and Miles Morales. Something new threatens the stability of the web and thus all existence in anime. The one that can repair it is missing. While Miles searches for, the web also sends him where help is needed, like Earth 90214. Is that where Dylan is? Yeah. Is that home of Brandon. a man once thought to be They dead. got Tiffany Amber in this version of uh, that uh, Earth. Yeah, no, not in this <laughs> version. Uh, but yeah, this is, we have not been talking about Spider-Verse since the first one. And uh, th- we're doing this because yeah. it's Spider-Man Noir. And yeah, it's and it setting kicks into up, the Spider-Man, you know, uh, supposedly, yeah, yeah it tells you Yeah, it's going to kick into the Spider-Man Noir book that Juan Ferrero will be drawing. And we usually follow Juan wherever he goes. And so you jump into this and really, it seems like the only thing we really missed was just a couple issues because you get the idea right away that Miles is just being jumping around. Yeah, it's like a quantum leap of the web of life. Exactly. And he just ends up a place where he's got to find get something, home fix case. something. Yeah. And he doesn't go, oh boy. But in this, there are references to a specific movie do you know the movie that they're referencing more than once one of them it is the indiana jones deal most of it is the indiana jones which is funny because you end up in that time frame with spider-man noir and also i I wasn't against all of lucas films just the star wars just the star wars you know just more than half of them. And that's it. Just the, the big thing. But Indiana Jones, I love as well. You made all this money. Yeah, off. yeah. You know, the, the big giant thing. But yeah, you end up with this, and basically you get a little bit of an intro into Spider Man Noir. If you don't know, you see a little bit of, you know, what had come with the inheritors yeah, and how, how he, died. he had died. Yep. And Miles claims that he blames himself for that. And really, you, you just kind of then jump right into it. I mean, you end up that he was brought back like by the, the spider god. When they were kind of just having a chat with each other, as opposed to when we got into the action of the book. Even though the action yeah. all looks great, it's not because it doesn't look good. It's just eh, yeah, not much happens in this. I'm telling you, not much happens in this book. It feels like it's it ends more, so quick too, and it's more of just a setup. It's more of a uh, to me. It almost feels like it would be a trailer to get excited for Spider-Man Noir. Uh, in the meantime, the big thing is to for Miles to get the spider totem. And it's the spider totem and the spider god that ends up bringing back the Spider-Man Noir. And I like Spider-Man Noir. I like that he appears to have... I, I hope that that's a fly that he stepped on. It better not be a spider. <laughs> I don't I'm know like, why oh, when I was bad. reading this book, that is the, one of the first things I noticed when I turned oh, yeah. to that page. The, yeah, the gum has or whatever, the bug there, yeah. on the bottom of his shoe. It looks like it's probably a mosquito of some sort, but still, that that's, I thought. That's a juicy, a thick spider. mosquito. <laughs> it is, it's juicy. But yeah, so you end up Having Spider-Man Noir kind of give you an in a noir-esque way, of course, that would be, you know, oh, man, for all the, the bars that that spider could walk into, that that sort of talk yeah. where he ends up where there's Miles just outside the window. And he's talking, he's like, 
the hell are you doing I here, Miles? Miles like, looks hey, you could have used black the and door type and art all these too. things. But in the meantime, you have him come in and hug him. And, uh, you know, he's like, hey, hey, men don't hug each other around here. I'm like, oh, you are a hateful man, yep. Spider-Man Noir. Uh, but it is an Earth 90214, and it's 1933. <laughs> I'll never is, forget that Earth again in my the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, I know. It's the best. But yeah, it's 1933. You have full out Nazis. But he says that he was brought back by the spider god with the spider totem. And the last thing he knew, the goblin had stolen it. So pretty much they're on a quest to kind of find where the totem ended up. I'll tell you, without his mask on, sexy guy. That's Spider-Man he Noir, is. right? He Love does. the haircut. It's back in fashion nowadays, Yeah, too. it is. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, they call that the Nazi style, so I don't know why you like well, that. Well, he's, that an, he's an American. Yeah, he's not a Nazi at this point in time. He isn't, but I'm saying that's like the Half Macklemore the haircut. Half the America have that haircut at this point. I don't point. know anymore. I think that you're a little out of it. Yeah, I think maybe. you're a little out of touch now. Yeah. I think that, you know, you're the I Macklemore. I work in an office building all day, yeah, and I have sure. newborns. What do I know? I don't know about haircut. But yeah, they're going to find it. Well, you end up seeing who has it and it's kind of introduced and and it's a woman and she is a nazi uh but you're you're gonna see more of her some scientists i mean she's all dialed up for a scientist type yeah she is and the thing is she's ready for a ball some nazi ball ball, all right she's gonna end up uh transforming as we go because it is madam sturm well she'll become madam swarm by the end of this. And it's just kind of uh, somebody thrown in for them to fight, really. Yeah. I mean, there's not much to it. You end up where they find out that the totem is missing. They go to try to find, you know, and it, it's classic noir deal where they go start beating up guys in a bar, yep. end up threatening them. Miles doesn't like it. And this who is are, where you said Miles money, starts And use, that's how they get, you know, found them there. And they're, yeah. they're b- trying to be big shots. Yeah, Miles starts using full out Venom Blast. Like, yeah, right nonstop. away. Yeah, that's that's all he does. Yeah, and and so Spider Man Noir even takes advantage of that and starts telling people that, uh, you know, hey, my Spidey guy over here, he's going to blast you. He's going to kill you. And Miles does not like that, but it doesn't really come to play of anything well, because you just know. move Spider-Man on. Spider Man Noir uses guns. I mean, <laughs> well, and that's where I think this is. If you're going into this not knowing who Spider Man Noir is and you're going to go to that number one, I think that this scene is not to show that Miles won't kill. I think that it's to show that Spider Man Noir will use the threat and use guns and all that stuff to, you know, do his thing. But yeah, they're on the, the run trying to catch this blimp a nazi blimp again you know i was waiting <laughs> for the no blimp? ticket yeah. yeah because you end up where uh they think that this is the blimp coming to get this totem they have to get to the totem first so that the nazis can't and you'll you'll have the jokes throughout this of that should be in a museum throw me the idol like all that stuff from what like we said, oh, Miles can't stop stop himself every chance. No, he and gets. he keeps giggling. <laughs> uh, but when they end up where the Nazis do show up, they end up and Madame Strom seems to be, you know, that's their context. She was supposed to use this. She's doing some work, and they've had enough. Uh, in my mind, it's very similar to what happens to with Red Skull in the uh, the first uh, the first Avenger, yeah. the Captain America movie, where he's doing experiments and like, no, 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 we need some, you know, results, let's go. And then, you know, trouble for the Nazis because she ends up just in this 
big giant glass container deal where she has all the bees around her. She's using this totem to kind of combine the spider and bees to become Madam Swarm. And again, now you're just Looks like having, she's a, having full a great out. time with it, too. Yeah, really. And then she looks like monstrosity. <laughs> she monster. comes out, Madam Swarm. And you have the fight, but it just it doesn't last too long because of the fact that she's on the blimp and you end up. I like Spider Noir. He doesn't know about blimps, but he read something in Life magazine. Yeah. I read that they're full of hydrogen. I'm like, I think Miles knows this. Good, uh, good thing and, fake news wasn't a thing back yeah, then. Yeah, really. So they're going <laughs> to end up. Yeah, really. They're going to end up having. Swarm leader onto I, the blimp I and then blow it up. Spider Man Noir too was goofing him at one point where he's like, Oh yeah, don't worry, nobody's on that thing. Let's just nah, blow yeah. it up. Yeah, <laughs> just blow it up. He's like, There's like fifty million people on there. He's like, like, I thought nobody's on that. Nazis aren't people. Uh he has the totem, he grabs it, and then and then Miles blows it up. Yep. I mean, there's not much to it. Ends, I love it too because you end up having to not let it hit the city. Yeah, they city, catch it in the web. So they catch it in the web, I which like that. I, I'm telling you, uh, it really reminded me of that whole deal in the movie with the Twin Towers. It kind of threw me off a little, actually. But yeah, have uh, Miles then. Oh, Does the Beemanity. Do you know that? The Beemanity? Do you know what that reference is? No. To? No. That is a Hindenburg reference for Oh, the oh, Humanity. There we go. That's but it's right. Oh, the Beemanity. And you end up where you're pretty much Spider-Man Noir. I don't understand what you're saying there. I don't get uh, half of yeah, what you say. He's saying, like, yeah. I don't get half of what you're saying. But yeah, you end up then. I like with, the cut of your jib, kid. Yeah, he does. Uh, he hands Miles the totem. And then Miles just says, like, yeah, I don't really call to get out of here. It's just. Uh, it uh, knows when I'm done so and yeah. I leap out and he leaps out and there's Spider-Man Noir saying, you know, the glow looks like your trains here, kid. And then he even says about practicing because he has all these, you know, he goes, I, I'll manage just fine with my fists and my 45 because without the spider totem. And this is big for the series. I would say he can't be brought back now. If he dies, he's dead. Yep. That's what brings him back. And he ended up giving it to Miles to go and try to repair you know, the web, the web of life, life and all yeah. that. So it's gone. So that sets up some stakes in the upcoming, hero move. you know, series. <laughs> and he says, says and I like end. how Miles is like, you sit around practicing that stuff. Yeah, 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 I do. After Miles goes, he's like, yep, I practice it because you got to be cool. Got to have a touch of class. And then it says Spider-Man Noir will return in Spider-Man Noir number one in March. And we'll be talking I'm about excited that. About we that. love one. Yeah. I, I love one. Now, this is a... There's action. There's not a lot to this because it's just I think it's supposed to just give you the the wow factor yeah, yeah. of just the reintroduction of, of the, the character yeah. more so. Yeah, you even you end up in the Black Cat Club and things like that. But all in all, it's a hard-boiled noir story. Very quickly involves Nazis. I mean, these are the things that I like. It's Indiana Jones. Oh, you get Jones. Spider Ramen at the end too. What are you talking? Yeah, really, about? and yeah, Spider Ramen and, and and Spider Wolf <laughs> from O Sheeps from the United States. I love the O Sheeps. Uh, but yeah, yep. Next issue of this, which we probably won't deal with. This is the thing: is I'm not really invested in the Spider Verse no, no. book. Uh, I don't I know why we it when I because... jump into it though. Like, like I said, I don't think it's a series. Obviously, there's a story running through it. We've missed a little bit of, but 
I don't feel like it's it's necessarily a series you're lost when you peek no. in it here and there. You no, know? it's just little vignettes of different places with one, you know, pretty much a bookmark or a, a bookshelf uh, end story where you end up tying everything in at the end where he's trying to bring in the it's web a way of life. To throw but other the that, crazy spider characters, everyone still yeah, enjoys it's like out a lot there of times once they do, And it's like when they do anthologies all the time where you have that one thread going through to be able to tell crazy stories and whatnot so because of that and because of the art because Juan's art's great uh i do hope that he gets to do bigger panels and gets to play around yeah, with the panels like the, he does the main this series is very straightforward be uh for him yeah, yeah. I, I i mean everything looks great but usually he gets very creative with the panel layout and stuff like that and this seems like they're like okay Juan, let's let's reel you in a little so that we can just show how good it'll be and then you can get crazy so i hope that happens uh but yeah it's still great i'm gonna give it though uh an eight out of ten uh overall because it does have me excited for the spider man noir and i did i also like when his he's got those goggles but it makes it look like he's got real huge eyes at one <laughs> point it made me laugh but uh what would you give it yeah i'm gonna also i'll get i'll match your eight uh i really i do enjoy the art i think the black and white style with, with spider-man noir just i don't know it, it something about it i really really enjoy so uh and then miles with the red pops in there really make it stand out even more and and Obviously, he does a great job with like the spider god and those monster yeah. type things. When, oh, when Madam those pop Swarm up. is just hideous. Oh, by it the time so she transforms at the end, oh, yeah, you're almost sad she doesn't last so long. And and this is a thing that I don't think that uh, you know a lot of people give him credit for either. Because at that panel, he does that deal where the blur effect of the spiders that are coming out, or not the spiders, the, the bees that are coming yeah, out, really makes it 3D. Uh, really makes it look really yeah, good, especially digitally. It looks awesome. So yeah, we and I enjoyed the story enough in the reintroduction of Spider-Man Noir. I, I, I don't know that I've ever read, you know, the original Spider-Man Noir story. So I want to maybe go and hunt that down and give it yeah, a check. Yeah, my, my only uh, deal with Spider-Man Noir was in the, was it Shattered Shattered Dimensions, the uh, game? Yeah, it was oh, a, I love that game. That game I was great. Too. Yeah, that's that was my introduction to Spider-Man Noir. So I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to the series. And like you said, I might check out uh, some old stuff as well. But we're going to go now to some mail. Do you have the time to drive me and Brandon line? And with that's my book, comics at gmail.com. We will read them all at the wrong turn, says mail call. Whether they're positive or when they are not You can give a shout out to your peeps Make fun of Brandon but not me It's all for the weekend show Brandon lives in Buffalo Now here's wrong to the same Yo, it's mail call uh, All turn. right, and it is mail call. Ah, wrong turn. Here we go. And we have one mail tonight. It's from our man, Johnny Fresno, and he says, Weird Sciencers. I love the songs in the podcast. The Bendis song made me laugh. That is a Patreon exclusive, that song. I, I don't need that one getting out and having somebody wanting to strangle me. I'm not reading him at DC, but I read a lot of his stuff at Marvel. He loves the talking. Yes, yes he, he does. does. I Brandon everybody. has no idea. <laughs> he, he, he has not read any Bendis over at DC yeah. because nope, he warned I everyone. Have not. You're the right Jason. About that. 
Yeah, the Jason Aaron Avengers song made me laugh even more. I like most issues of Avengers, but you have a point that he is juggling 20 plus pot plot lines and he just keeps adding more. It gets confusing. It's not satisfying when he finally wraps one up because all the tension is gone after waiting for two years. And uh, I just saw because he ended up having the agents of Wakanda. You end up getting Jim Zub have that book. Yeah, I saw a Squadron Supreme book is coming out now from uh, his really? deal. Uh, Mark Wade's doing yeah, it's, it's basically a book that just is made to create other books that Marvel yeah, that's wants what it to seems. publish. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. You want to have a full story in the one book. Don't shame and it me just on the keeps... internet for calling that out. Yeah, really. And then <laughs> bailing when the, the fight got good. I finally found something to disagree with you about. And the funny thing is, you listen to this and say, is he talking to you? Or is he talking to me? Because I think he might be talking to you because he's saying something that I believe I keep saying. But Dracula being the Blade being the saying that. (laughs) Nobody's saying that stupid thing. Really. uh, This is all wrong. He says, I don't like Hawkeye Freefall. I like most of Matt Rosenberg's writing and the Otto Schmidt art is good. I disagree with the Clint Barton clown trope. I understand this is the way most writers play him, but I was hoping the series would focus on Clint's strong points. Story is also jumbled to me. I'm sure the writer's going anywhere with it or not sure, but it has been mostly a series of screwball events that don't really tie together or go anywhere so far. Clint also called Stingray one of the worst Avengers, which is unforgivable <laughs> in my book. He says, How dare you? And, and that's the thing. That's kind of what I said. Uh, the I, first issue, I, I really didn't I'll like. I'll be honest. I don't disagree with anything that he he actually said there. But for whatever reason, it, it's got me hooked for right nah, now. I, I'm not that. The I, next I, issue I, could ruin it all. I, yeah, I don't know. I told but. you. I like the second issue more because I just wrapped my head around it. And I said, this is a fun book. It's not really a Hawkeye book, though. Yeah. It's just a fun uh, and book. And I agree with him on Matthew Rosenberg. There's some things like I get two issues into a run of his and I'm like, I, I'm good on this. And then there's yeah. other things where I'm like, I, I don't know where this Matthew Rosenberg's been hiding, but I, I don't, you know, I miss him a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. So you like this. You yeah, like I it like it that. enough for right now. I do. How about Stingray? You pissed off at that too? I, I, I enjoyed Stingray when he would, uh, he was on the Deadpool Mercs for uh, money. That was, okay, that yeah, was fun. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's uh, about my stingray now. Johnny right Fresno like loves him. that stingray, it seems. <laughs> Thanks for working overtime and releasing a boatload of Patreon shows in this annual's week. I've enjoyed them all, he says, and that is our pal Johnny Fresno. So, very quick and to the point mail section. If you want to mail in, I should say you can yes, mail us do. at weird science marvel comics at gmail.com. Tell us what books we're not covering. Yeah, and we read all of the mail. Maybe not all the books, but yeah. we read all <laughs> of the mail. And we're trying, we're getting more and more of the books covered with the two podcasts, things like and that. We'll and we'll have just, an X Men one on soon enough, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Hey, I, we, I ended up talking on the Patreon deal the X Men versus the Fantastic. Four, yep, so we already have that. Yeah. yeah, so uh, we have that. And also, I do want to mention there's a couple books that I wanted to talk about this week. I'm going to end up talking about them this coming Friday with my other books, and that would be Black Cat and Ant Man. Yeah, so I thought don't we were actually we going to talk Ant Man tonight. I downloaded yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ended up uh, doing that, but a lot of people were saying that they wanted to uh, 
cover uh black cat and i said brandon doesn't read it but i will certainly I'm, do it I'm because i like that it. i do yeah. i have enjoyed every issue i've read of that series, yeah it's good so. it's one of my favorite books so i'll be doing that i'll, I'll have that thrown in on friday as well as ant-man and a couple new ones uh there's some weird books coming out next week like uh gwen stacy number one and uh you end up getting a, a bunch of things like that so we'll see how those go but we still have one book. I don't know why I'm talking all that nonsense. Real quick about the Gwen Stacy book. If they don't do throwback art for that series, they're they're missing a giant opportunity for that. I'm going to spoil it to you. They don't do throwback that art. Stinks. I've already I, I'm the one reviewing it. I already looked over it with the review copy. I don't know. I actually I I should pull it up to see who it is. To me it it has a very Gwenpool art style but not yeah. Guerrero. Uh it, I know it's not them. Uh, but yeah, I should pull it up. Maybe by uh, the end they, of the they day, they should I'll have so done the like classic Marvel art for that type of yeah, story. Hey, they, who knows the what's Peter going David on? The Peter David one too. The those Spider Mans. Now that I think of it, even though I do enjoy Greg Land, I know that's not the right yeah, thing that's to say not, all the time. Uh, you but. better get woke <laughs> if you, you keep saying that. But yeah, yeah, you're. Uh, that's coming up next week too. Yeah. I, I have you pegged for uh, reviewing that. By the oh, way, yeah? I, I didn't let you know that, but now I'm letting you know. Yeah, I I end up. Uh, I have a bunch of reviews this week, but one of them is Gwen Stacy. But we're going to go off to the last book of the night, and that is an Immortal Hulk book. And I said to, to Brandon, we're going to do Immortal Hulk, and I didn't want you to have a heart attack, so well, I did say the Tom I, Taylor I, I version. I went back last week at first, and I'm like, is he talking this one? And, the, and then I yeah. you know, I looked closer at the books for this week, and I was like, oh, That's I guess That's why I put the a... Tom Taylor version. I yeah. guess you didn't. Yeah, I, uh, I'm actually caught up in the uh, Immortal Hulk, so I'll start probably talking about that on Friday as well. Uh, but this one is one of those books that's an odd one-shot, uh, and it is Immortal Hulk, Great Power Number 1. It's written by Tom Taylor, pencils by Jorge Molina. You have inks by Adriana de Bendetto and Roberto Paggi, colors by David Coriel, and letters by VCs Corey Pettit. And there really isn't a... Uh, you know, a recap because it's a one shot here just coming out. But basically to me and you both, we think that, you know, you got to jump on that Immortal Hulk tra- yeah. train of the trolley. It's well, making I'm money. So let's get with it. To the point they say this story takes place between. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even think in my head what that meant. The only thing that I thought it's that it has to take place before the Fantastic Four end up in space and that nonsense story with Dan <laughs> Slott's taking them. I'm like, please. Uh, and I, the be- the wor- weirdest and best thing in my mind about the Fantastic Four right now is I enjoy the Fantastic Four except in their book. They yep. show up in another Other book. Other books are the Yancey Street one shot. Yeah, I'm telling you. Even the X-Men Fantastic Four. This book, I'm like, I realize I love the Fantastic Four, yet I tried to read the regular Fantastic Four run, and it's all over the place yep. and hardly has the Fantastic Four. And that's a hot take. <laughs> that is a hot take. Uh, but yeah, basically what this is going to be is a story that is it's in the continuity it's really happening feels like a you know one of those mashups one of the you know almost a what if yeah, type I thought deal. it was just like a the end type one shot to be honest yeah with you. Uh, but it is not and really it's because loki gets involved but what ends up happening is you have a bruce banner and a spider-man end up in the same place wondering why they can't remember things, what happened, where are they? And then all of a sudden Spidey gets a Spidey sense, but then feels something. The Spidey sense is actually from Everywhere. something inside. Yeah. He's like, it's inside S- me, inside whatever. Inside the house. 
Anyhow, yeah, it is. The call is coming from inside the Spidey house. See, you get that. <laughs> uh, and what ends up happening is he ends up hulking out. So you get a spider hulk, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's also pretty dangerous to everybody anywhere near, which Bruce realizes right away and needs help and calls the Fantastic Four. I, I'm going to tell you, that's pretty much the issue. The you, you get, yep. you know, you get that, and they go basically off to an now island at one point they're going to try to reverse the the effects but they have to figure out what did it how it went and they end up going as they have to get hulk out of the game they have to get hulk spider-man out because this is you know a combo of spider-man and hulk it's crazy again it keeps with the immortal hulk book the night times his time during the day it's still peter parker spider-man you play around with who knows peter's identity you find out that hulk actually even knew it after it was switched back, he he actually knew it all along, even says when you tried to get everybody to not remember your identity, I knew it still. Bruce does not, though. Uh, but, yeah, you, you go and they take him to an island where he can just hulk out and destroy buildings. And what happens when he's Hulk is he gets mad at Norman. He's flipping out yeah. at all the things that trigger him and kind of works off his it's deal. And, the, yeah. and it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it is Astra Island that he goes to a long abandoned military research facility island. Uh, and when they're there, you know, you end up when it first starts, when they call uh, Bruce calls the Fantastic Four and they come and it pretty much ends up thing versus Hulk. Yeah, which another, it would. another one. Yeah. Yeah. It just usually does. Yeah, that and immortal they, Hulk issue already too. Yeah. And they kind of beat the crap out of each other and they do end up on this island and they're all going to leave you know, Peter there for when he changes, he's not going to hurt anybody. But Bruce ends up saying, no, no, I'll stay with him. I don't think that the Hulk will hurt me. Uh, I'm pretty, you know, pretty confident in that. And nighttime comes, you don't really see, you just see him no, change from his the eye. Second nighttime. Yeah. And again, all you're going to see, and I think Tom Taylor does well there. All you're going to see is him punching buildings. Yeah, more again. Uh, you know, and pretty much then says it where you say, have Bruce say, I don't know, you're punching buildings and yelling about Norman and saying pretty cathartic, uh, you know, pretty cool. Um, but it does actually impress Hulk later too. the idea that these guys have each other's back, but they're trying to figure out what happened, how this, you know, ended up that way. And what you find out is that Loki ended up, you know, pretty much doing Bruce a pretty big solid. I mean, he even <laughs> says Loki jokes around and says, yeah, you know, I was trying to be a hero there for a bit. He kind of was. I mean, he was trying to, quote it's unquote, just the heal repercussions Bruce. after the fact. He well, really had nothing the, yeah. to do with, you know. No, and know. that's the problem is. The Hulk thing just is going to go to some random nearby person. It's almost like a Green Lantern ring. It's just going to go and find yep. somebody. And it ended up finding Peter who was there. And then that was just, you know, an unfortunate The tie to his radiation was attractive and, yeah. or whatever. And again, yeah. And that's what he says. He, You know, the radioactive, radioactive spider and all the radioactive blood that he has that kind of drew him in. Now, I like this as a little one shot to show you that. If Bruce ever did, if it goes by this, if Bruce ever did say, you know, I really don't want to be Hulk, which, you know, that happens a lot. It's going to screw somebody else. This is one of the reasons yep. why Bruce takes it. this. Yeah. At one point, Peter kind of thinks, you know, it might be okay to kind of be the little Hulk spider ad for a while. Uh, but that doesn't end up being because you end up with Loki just kind of 
you know, in a jokey way, just like, eh, whatever. You know, I tried to help you. No, my bad. I like that, that it's like, you ended up screwing me. Spider-Man tells me, he's like, oh, well, my bad. And they're just trying to figure out how they can change this, but they don't really do anything because Loki can't change him back. He can't seem to be able to change him back with magic. I actually thought they were going to go to Dr. Strange. Then, yeah, I did they, too. Yeah, they go back to Yancey Street. You get a little Franklin and Val. They think it's cool. They go off. It's, yeah, I Everyone don't know. makes That's the joke because Bruce has a Fantastic Four shirt on and there's five yeah. of them hanging out now. Yeah, because he gave him a shirt and he's like, you guys can't count. It got a little too much. It that did. Joke. It was you used about I mean? three times too many. I think one of the best things, though, is the idea here. Fantastic Four know Peter. They know Peter Spider-Man. They, they, you know, they deal with him. Uh, in the meantime, Bruce doesn't. Pete, Spider-Man's a jokey guy. Spider-Man's always there being a goofball. And I like that Tom Taylor has to show Bruce that he's also smart. Yeah, like, he, he has no stuff. idea. And it's funny because like, all right, let's, you know, get our heads together. Let's try to figure this out. And they're trying to figure it out. And Bruce is like, you really want this yuck, yuck here, Spider-Man? <laughs> and yep. she's like, you just wait. You'll be pleasantly hey, this, surprised. This is my favorite scene in the That's whole book. That's my favorite scene. Yep. And then Peter just goes up to the whiteboard. And he's like, I have a hypothesis. My guess is the gamma energy was drawn to me due to the radioactive nature. And he's writing all of these things. I'd love it if Bruce was just standing there like, then those drawings you're doing, they don't mean anything, but they do. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, huh? And yeah. then uh, Sue's like, I told you. So they pretty or, much. Or he pulls it that is. scene from old school where Will Ferrell's like, uh, what happened? I blacked out where he goes yeah, smart yeah, for that out. 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, for 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, black out. So you have this where you do see that the gamma energy did end up, you know, he, Bruce absorbed it, but then Peter absorbed it because of the radioactive deal. So they figure that what they have to do is kind of supercharge Bruce again for him to absorb, almost making him an absorbing man to the Hulk deal. Uh, And the way they're going to do this, it's pretty crazy. You know, they're going to have to end up just, you know, getting the gamma radiation and going in there. And it does end up working. You do have a, I like the puny hulk that starts mm-hmm. off and even hulk is like you you small hulk you not doing anything and they end up you know pretty much going at each other and then you end up having bruce take over you know the the gamma ray the hulk again so it's cool and then peter stays with them and all that and that's what ends up impressing hulk by the end uh and then he just walks off into the ocean you know like the hulk does <laughs> and says the next time i meet you i may not kill you kind of what he says. Yep. Yeah, I, I also I we did we went through it pretty quick. Uh, I did also like the scene where Loki's there and the Hulk's like, "Hey there, Loki, what's going on?" He's like, "Oh man, wh- when did you get so smart?" I like that. <laughs> that Loki now is aware it's, that it's there is nice a smarter Hulk. Will Hulk. Never forget Peter's Spider Man, but he yeah. might only remember he was nice to him this time <laughs> yeah that one time but i do like i think that's a pretty cool deal where and even the way he spells it out because he calls him you know peter parker and he's like what what uh, how do you know wait you just called me peter and he said you made everyone forget who you are banner forgot but i don't forget and i i thought that was pretty cool I thought that was a pretty cool moment with Hulk that, you know, that he always knew, yep. you know, even when it was changed with the whole deal and stuff like that. that yeah, he had after always the known. Civil War disaster. Yeah, the yeah. First so, one. yep, yep. So he knew. So I, I like this. Uh, 
I like it enough. It's not like I thought it was the greatest thing ever, but I did enjoy it. And I have been enjoying the Immortal Hulk as I've been catching up. So this kind of is almost a springboard, us talking about this. And I'll start talking about the Hulk when it comes out on Friday, unless you end up catching up. But that's you're not really digging that book. So I mean, we'll I'll see catch up. I haven't read it since 25. Uh, you know, yeah. that turned me off a little yeah, that bit. Yeah, that was a jumping off point to a lot of people. That was yeah. my jumping off point. I had to catch up from that as well because it just it, it wasn't even just that i didn't like the 25 it was how much flack we got for not liking 25 i'm like i guess this isn't for me away. yeah yeah whatever but, but i did these, it for that book i always liked like the uh, you know the the hulk verse whoever the villain he's fighting is i didn't like the inner workings of what the green door nonsense yeah, and all that, yeah. you know, that was kind yeah. of my problem with that book. Always, yeah. So. Yeah. Cause we were going back and forth at one point we were really enjoying it and then we hit hell and then that kind of brought that stuff back and we yeah. weren't enjoying it as much then. Uh, but these are uh, one shots. They're going to be coming out. The next one is Jeff Lemire and Mike Del Mundo. Uh, we'll be doing one immortal Hulk, the threshing that'll be in April. So it seems like every couple months you'll get one of these one shots. They're okay. I mean, this was fun deal. I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's a weird deal. Like, you wonder, is it so they can just cash in on the Immortal Hulk deal? Because a lot of people like it. Because I think a lot of people who buy the Immortal Hulk will buy this. Do you think a lot of people who don't read the Immortal Hulk would buy this? Because I don't know that they would, you know get it completely yeah. no i don't if they think haven't so. read any i definitely of the think whole it's supplemental deal. to the series you're yeah, already reading and not necessarily something for newcomers yeah. to peek at well and i'm gonna give it an eight I, I like the art i do like a lot of the dialogue things like that uh like i said if you're not that invested in the mortal hulk it's a tough sell i think but seeing Sp- spider-man hulk out is pretty cool though uh but yeah what would you give it yeah i'm gonna give it a seven five i mean i liked it enough i tom taylor and and he he does pretty good with the spider-man voice so i I enjoy you know his his time on spider-man when it when it comes and goes but uh as far as the immortal hulk portions of it and just the time it takes place and all that it it just kind of feels like a thing not overly necessary. I don't know if i'd really go spend money on it but it was enjoyable enough to to peek at and talk about yeah, I agree, but that's it. That's the podcast. I'm I'm fading fast. I'm telling <laughs> you, I am hurting. Uh, so I apologize if I am a little whacked out right now, but I think I'm going to take some uh, cold medicine. The problem is I, I end up with the stupid Whole30, and I got to even check that the medicine to see if it has oh, really? any sort of nonsense Sugar in it. or whatever. In it. Yeah, yeah, or even even any sort of like Glucose, alcohol or fructose. something in it and stuff. It's all crazy. So, yeah, you got to avoid everything pretty much. But boy, I do not feel good. But thanks everybody <laughs> for listening. Uh, I, like I said, I'll be back on. Friday, and I will definitely be talking about Black Cat. I also read the uh, Jessica Jones, the second oh, yeah, part two. of that, and it was pretty good. I actually do like that. Yeah, that's okay. uh, so I may even got to see how she's not dead, right? Yeah, yeah, she is not dead. Uh, there's a spoiler, but yeah, she's not dead and doesn't have a wound from being <laughs> shot in the face. So it, nice. she is trying to figure the that one out. The benefits of superhero life. Well, she's trying to figure it out. It gets wacky. Uh, but yeah, I'll be doing that. But if you want some more stuff, you can go over to patreon.com slash weird science where you can support us for this podcast, both of them, and get a lot more shows as well, including the weekly spotlight. And I do think that... Uh, 
Gwen Stacy was winning when I saw before. I don't know what's coming in second yet, but we'll see. We'll see what is going to be on the spotlight. But thanks, everybody. Any parting words from you, Brandon? You no, know? sir. I'm you out. The guy is drunk. Yeah. XFL. Go. Who's your XFL team? <laughs> My XFL. I, I really. I. Me and Logan uh, and Rafe were watching it. Rafe really likes it. Yeah. He actually does I, like I, it. I, I saw that uh, late game on Sunday. It was. It wasn't bad. I saw they had a big f bomb drop that yep. uh, got First in trouble. Game. And yeah, and also that the uh, refs. When they look at replays, they use the Xbox controllers to control it. That's that awesome. was a big thing I saw too. But yeah, actually, Rafe really likes it. I I think it's better than the first time around, even though you don't have he hate me this time. That is the big deal. The but, they should have kept the nicknames on the jersey. Yeah, that was a nice yeah. touch. I, I think that maybe they just want to be a little more serious. Yeah, more, uh, more serious. I hear. Yeah, you. but I, I did. I didn't it mind it as out. much as yeah. I thought I would. I, yeah, I'm I'll still waiting for weekend. I still think that the sidelines should have like the ropes so you can get up and do some high flying maneuvers and yeah. stuff. Just get it all wrestling. You know? The, the Sabres stake again, and I don't get into basketball till the playoffs. So, yeah. so I'll watch it. This is your now. deal. Yeah, How not? about baseball? You getting excited for the baseball season coming no, I don't, I don't really yeah, like you, baseball too yeah, much. Not, not many people do anymore. It's no. a shame. But – that's that. There you go. You like the Oscars? You talk a little Oscars? You no, like Parasite? I, I, I told I somebody I the other day, right last now. time I watched an award show, I might have been 10 years old. Really? Yeah. yeah I, I, I hate them. I think they're the I, worst thing ever. I used to ever. like the ESPYs. I, I see. I never that. even liked that. Even the MTV ones when I was a kid, I wanted yeah. nothing to do with. You didn't like Best Smooch? No. You didn't All that nonsense that? I'm out on. Best Smoochy Doochie? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I, I don't watch those either. So I, I saw that Billie Eilish was giving weird looks and people were commenting on that, yeah. including Eric, who was throwing shade at her. I was about to punch him in the well, face. I, I but... throw shade at her, too. I, I don't enjoy her much. Yeah. You know, know that, though. That's why you made the theme song. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's all I did. It's because. Oh, but yeah, that's it. So thanks, everybody. And like I said, I'll be back uh, at the end of the week to have uh, episode 141. So if you're not on the Patreon, I'll see you there. If uh, you're on the Patreon, I'll see you sooner. And I'll talk to you later. Later. Killing me.